Well, Mr. Cap. Yes, Mr. Cap. We'll record some spoilers here. Yeah, let's let's. Do you uh, go by Mr. Cap? <laughs> more Cap than Mr. Really. <laughs> Mr. Um, Logan. Lord Logan. Captain Logan. Lord Logan. <laughs> Lord Logan. <laughs> we would like to speak some spoilers, Lord Logan. <laughs> oh, right. Well, I would be most inclined. Uh, this is a movie. And by the way, welcome to the spoiler edition. Spoiler of edition of Sif Pop. Fantastic Four. This is a movie where you like you talked about it and you're like, do we really have to talk about it some more? <laughs> like, yeah. It's very disappointing. I I think if we just even kind of click on the highlights or we just list the highlights rather. Yeah. I'm clicking on the highlights of my mind. I'm, I'm expanding them and going, oh, yeah. Yes, I did want to talk a little bit about that. Can we just so. start at the end? I mean, that's kind of, you know, if there's going to be a major spoiler, spoiling the end is always kind of, you know, what people talk about. We, I don't think we talked enough because I wonder if we were worried about spoiling about how anticlimactic the end of this movie is. It's awful. Like, it's one of the worst. It's one of the, you know, honestly, I don't think I've had a movie experience like this where I knew there was something wrong because I was not feeling any like push into excitement ever. And then we get to the end and there's this whole battle happening between the four and the and the main, you know, bad guy. And I'm just like, I am. This is so disappointing. I've, I've never experienced a letdown like this. First of all, we haven't had enough uh, time to really feel like these four characters in the Fantastic Four are going to work together as a team. Like we oh, haven't whole, seen that. The whole buildup of this, when they get their powers, they're completely separated and they're not really getting along very well. And they're not all on the same page, not even close to being on the same page. And it was supposed to be, I think, some sort of moment when they came together as a team and beat the bad guy. But it, you just weren't invested in it at and all. It's like, and then you have that that you know obligatory thing where okay, we beat a bad guy, so now naturally we're going to become a superhero team. Why? <laughs> you don't even like each other that much. Uh, yeah, we've got a, we've got a Reed Richards and a Susan Storm here who I'm pretty sure do not get married or even go on one day. No, I mean they're seriously. And the dad just died. Like it's just like right. And there wasn't that was what it was. There were all these moments. It's like oh, this is supposed to be a big moment, but I don't feel anything. No, they're climbing. Well, that's because that was the death of a textbook. First of all, yeah. right. He was, he was just, yeah. He I don't was, know, man. I don't know. When was I was in college, pusher. I had a physics book that split in <laughs> half, and I felt more pain and emotion in that moment than I felt for him dying in this movie. The only it, it deserved a funeral before that guy did. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, it was, it was really bad. So what's interesting, too, is, you know, I understand that there's a pre-existing character arc, and there's all these characters exist in a world, and so they're going to have names that are their names. But even this Doom guy, who's the... Who's the bad guy? Even him, it's like really his name is Doom. You know, um, th- the whole way that he becomes the enemy and it had a lot of potential. It really did have some potential, some really some interesting stuff there. You know, that, but he's not in the movie until the last ten minutes. Really, like it just feels well, he's, like he's there, and there's the angst of him, and there's the frustration yeah, well, of him. Why? What is he angsty about? Right. Exactly. I mean, you the, don't know. The, the, the thing about it is, well. Vaguely, it's I'm really smart, and I don't like that Reed Richards is also really smart, and I don't like that the the the, the vaguely the system and the world is destroyed. Itself. Yeah, um, we're told that he's really dangerous. I don't yeah. know what he's done beyond setting something on fire. Uh, right. Like, like you know, I, I just yeah, I don't I don't know anything like. And why is he way. why is he living in that you know shack that he's living in? And what is he doing with all those computers at that point in you his know, life? Like, it, where, who is this part guy? Part of it is that the characters themselves are not reacting to Doom. So even before he turns into this uh, 
superhero or this supervillain, I guess I should say, even before that moment, their acting towards him is so nonchalant and so sedated that there's this moment, you know, when he kind of comes out and he sees that uh, the invisible girl before she becomes, what's her name? Sue Storm. Sue Storm. He, he sees Sue just having a general, normal, everyday laugh with someone and he breaks it up by calling Reed over, right? Mm-hmm. And he walks up and he's like, you know, Doom says something along the lines of, you're going to you take things more seriously. Yeah, you're coming across wrong. You're coming across like you're not taking things seriously. Basically, get back to work. Right. And that's the most aggressive he really becomes. Like, he has a little bit of like a daunting. And that's just a typical love triangle thing. Exactly. Oh, oh, and, and that wasn't. And, his, and, you, and, but, you, and the thing is, we had that in the other movies. There's, right. there's, there's that in the comics sometimes. But what's but, so bizarre is that stuff I thought was thin in the original movies, they did in this and somehow made like a thinner. lot thinner. Yes, lot, you know, it is. You, know, you, said that, you said that it was anticlimactic at the end. The first movie had the same problem. Now, all of a sudden, we're fighting Doctor Doom in the middle of the city and like and like i i it felt really rushed and here it was the same thing but five times worse. i want to go back to that conversation because this is what about this movie kills me he so he calls him over and he's like oh you guys need to be working and then reed richards basically says oh we're done you want to see it? That's the thing. <laughs> like, that's really? The thing. That's how we're getting to this is complete? But that's what I'm saying is that I'm wondering if he didn't feel like that no character had that deeper dimension because the way that they were all interacting was so nonchalant. Like oh. his acting, Reed didn't respond in a fearful way. His Did was, they, if you got this script, you you would you would either be a lot more over the top and hammy if Josh Trank let you, or you would be doing this exactly the way these people were. Yeah, this, that's this true. has nothing to do with, with the caliber of acting. Of no, the, no, no, of, no. Of I'm not actors. saying that. I'm saying and, that's how it's however they choose chose to portray it. So I know that yeah, it's not I, the actor's fault. No, I'm not no, saying no, I know, that. But I but I but I want but I wanted to speak to that for a minute because I don't know why anyone is doing anything in this movie. Um Sue Storm, at one point, while they're working on this project, goes up to Reed while he's sleeping, pinches his neck. He, like, wakes up. She sits next to him and is like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to wake you up. Do you need to take a nap? (laughs) What what are these people doing? I think they were hoping that that would wake the audience up. You know, know, that was some sort of stand-in. So here what we have is we have these uh, characters. They're all brought together because Reed has has invented in his youth and then throughout his youth and then into his high school years and whatever uh, the ability to teleport something and then bring it back and that well he thought he was inventing teleportation but the, actually he was inventing interdimensional travel how do you right do that on accident <laughs> yeah i and, mean i can sort of okay i can sort of see like you make a breakthrough and it's on accident but then like how do you not know that that's what's happening especially when you can bring it back i mean like well, I he, can, okay, I can sort of see the whole like, like, okay, we thought the sand was from some. Wouldn't you freaking analyze it? If you could make that, you probably have the ability to analyze the sand. And and it's kind of a little bit interesting in the beginning because he's like, you know, where did it go? I don't know. Maybe the sand is from the Sahara or something. So now he's at his like uh, high school fair, his science fair, and he has figured out a way to bring the item back now. Like so before he could only send it, now he can bring it back. And this is when he's approached by. Um, Sue Storm and Sue Storm's dad and they recruit him to go to school where he goes and instantly creates a life-size version and they instantly 
put a, a chimp into it and they send this monkey and the monkey comes back and then you, you know the bad po- politician or army guy walks in and you know he's like okay we're going to use this as a weapon or we're going to use this for our own device now and they're like then they get drunk and they get into it themselves and while they're there something goes terribly wrong dr doom falls into some green stuff he has to be left behind when they all make it back powers are transferred to everyone involved and that was really interesting to kind of see that happen but it happened so late in the movie for me and then even after the, i guess let's, let's say that that's the midpoint let's say that's the very middle they get their powers in the very middle the very next thing they start to build a little bit of tension so now all the individual people are in their individual rooms and they're all getting experimented on by the government, right? And they're and we're learning about these powers as if you know we don't know the audience and that doesn't was, know. And that was interesting in the fact that like the way they played that. Now even hearing what you had said during the podcast proper uh, cap about how you know they wanted the powers to be seen as a bad thing. Like yeah. that's the feel I got from the that scene right. was yeah. like, oh, this is destroying them. Like yeah, they don't know how to control good. this. It's like and a freak show. During, and what I was thinking during that scene was. We we screwed up. We weren't thinking about the consequences of our actions. We were just doing stuff, trying to further our careers and and right. our you know and and and, and uh, our our legacies and that stuff. But you have to. You, you were talking about follow through in, in the podcast. Right? You have to after that have these characters discuss that and make sure that we know that they've learned a lesson Something. about making mistakes like that also side note really quick how in the world do you send that chimp over and it comes back and you don't check the chimp yeah i'm just i'm just throwing that out there now i know that the chimp was not let out of the thing and it couldn't have gone into the green stuff but how do you send it over bring it back and immediately go okay it works let's go let's go in the the nobody ever checks the monkey no one checks the monkey there's so many things that they just breeze through that you're like oh i would have thought that there had been more time or or they would have had some sort of a creation montage for okay now we've gone and test this i mean they literally jump from chimp into now people are going and they don't they're not concerned about it at i all. just i think that's i think that's good life lesson always check the monkey always, always check, check the, the monkey, monkey and never make a decision to go to an alternate <laughs> universe after you've been drinking yeah, you know also, Danae, tell me how this makes sense so they get drunk they have a conversation about how nobody remembers the scientists who let the who made the apollo mission happen right and they're like uh they're, they're like okay we're gonna go ahead and do this so that we're the first ones but wait a minute uh, Franklin uh, Storm is gonna find out. Oh no! We'll, we'll we'll get it done before he ever comes back. Okay, so you're gonna do it in secret, but the point is so that you have a legacy that people knows about. <laughs> they only want it to go. No, I, they I don't only, understand that. They only want it to go well if if it. They only want to be known if it goes well. To right, add right. to add to that point. He calls his friend, who we know from earlier is over 40 minutes away. I wanted to away. talk about this. This is one of the things I wanted to talk about. <laughs> so he's over 40 minutes away. He arrives. So so Ben arrives and he walks in and um, Reed is still pretending to be drunk or has been. They've been drinking the whole time. They've had a long time to really think about whether this is a good idea or not. Like the stupid drunkenness. Have some pancakes and sober up. Sure, exactly. But no, that doesn't happen. He waits for his buddy to come, and and then they all go together. It's it's four of them. It's Doctor Doom, Reed, Torch, and Ben. I think it was one of the biggest storytelling mistakes of the film was how they used Ben Grimm after Reed Richards left. 
yeah. uh, his city. I, I, there that is was Vince's big problem with it because, and the thing is, because it's not space, they don't know what to do with him because he's the pilot. Right? Why would he be there? And and here's the thing: anybody with any semblance of knowledge of who the Fantastic Four are know that that's going to be the thing. And so we're sitting there distracted by the fact, like, well, where's the thing? Like, how is where's he going to be? And then, and, oh, here's what he's going to do. He's just going to call him and ask him to come over. I like, can't do this no, without you. No reason. Yeah, sure, you can't do this with without me, but you haven't contacted him at all since you but, left yeah. that we've seen. Like, and we're assuming that building this machine is going to take a pretty long time. Right. You know, it's not like he got there and it just got built Like, up where overnight. is just the simple conversation of him, like, coming in to visit while it's being made and you guys, you guys just having, like, a quick, like, oh, man, I would love to be here when this, you know, operates yeah. for the first time or so, just anything. Yeah. Just give me something where I can see... Oh, you know, this isn't out of the blue in total, you know, script doctoring. And this so, is, and you know what? I never thought I would see it this bad again because I thought we were past it. We make so many of these movies now. Th- this movie has a lot of the worst, like, cute foreshadowing. You know, these characters, and we're gonna drop hints of things and stuff that I've ever seen. I mean, like, it's it's all over the place. It's really bad. Um, like like that somebody calls him Doctor Doom before he's Doctor Doom. Yeah. Uh, the 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 ending that's exactly the Age of Ultron ending. Uh, I like I, I just I can't I can't believe how much of that. And and so I felt like during during that scene, um, Aaron and, and leading up to it, that there was a lot of. Uh, this like fate thing of these things have to happen because it's the Fantastic Four. We have to turn them into Fantastic Four. Not hey, look, there's like people making choices, and then it leads to this thing. Right. Happening. It's not. Right. It's not a story about the people. It's just. It's a story about like how to not do a movie. I don't even know how. Well, I don't even you know. Guys, it's an instruction manual. It's a it's Fantastic an Four yeah. instruction manual. It is not a movie. Yeah. That's we a good all point. Could have re- we all could have written the script in an afternoon, and I don't even want to go that far because I don't know how most of us would 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 make a lot of like the lame choices they made. And I gotta use that word lame, guys. I mean, it's just not creative. Well, that is the exact word it's I thought of. Creative in this movie. That I mean, is the exact word I thought of. Uh, going back again to the ending, the way it's resolved is basically the equivalent of you kneel behind him and I'll push him over you. <laughs> you yeah, know, like, yeah, and you know why that doesn't make any sense. Because he has telekinesis. <laughs> Vince, Vince, when we were driving back and talking about it, was trying to give it enough credit to say maybe he has different powers. I, it in, was bad. In than in the other, and I was like, even if that's true, because he was like, well, it seems like he can only move land. I was like, okay, so that's dumb. But let's say that's true. Let's say that he can only move land. He's he gets beat because Reed Richards is choking him. Uh, how about I don't know? Make the make the land under his feet unstable. Well, well like, you just saw him. Th- we just saw him blow people's brains out with just and thinking about it. Rocks. Well, once again, that's that's it. That's an R dimension. Like 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 if, if ah. Vince is right and he has different powers in that dimension. Oh, okay, all okay. All he do is throw rocks. All okay. we see him do is throw rocks. <laughs> that's now, true. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean that the movie's not just being really inconsistent and forget that he can blow up people's heads. But if all he can do is throw rocks, he still wins against all four of them. So we kind of skipped ahead for those of you that are listening to decided not to see this film what ends up happening is when the fantastic four return and they're being experimented on reed escapes he just he gets out of his restraints and he crawls through this air duct he sees ben and what has happened to ben which is that he has been tackled by rocks and he will forever be the thing now and he's like i'm gonna go figure out a way to get us all out of here i'm gonna go fix this and he disappears meanwhile the three uh the invisible girl the human torch and the thing they basically become 
experimented on slash weapons for the government while Reed is off the grid. They uh, ask the invisible girl to find Reed based on some throwaway comment about patterns earlier on in the, in the movie. They find Reed, bring him back in so that they can complete the next uh, device to send them over into interdimensional space so they can do this again. They want to be able to go back over and basically make more super people because they're like, yeah. these people can be used as weapons, you know, in the war. So when they go back over, which again, this all happens so fast, like, Pretty much how I'm telling you is how we see it in the film. There's just so many assumptions made. It's just like, oh, we're doing this, we're doing this, we're doing this, we're doing this. We need to get here. Montage. And then we go there. And so uh, when they when they send over, I don't even know, I guess just the Marines or something to the uh, to this other dimension. Um, importantly, four of them. Uh, yes, <laughs> four of them. They come across a fifth figure and conveniently their uh, teleportation pod can now carry a fifth person. Um, and they retrieve Dr. Doom and they bring him back into our dimension. And was he playing dead? What was he doing? Or was he really? He, his... So here's the thing. Um, ben Grimm is the thing. The, the, the thing. the thing is. <laughs> Sorry, I just caught that. <laughs> that was really funny. I just caught that. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> so we, we, make, we make that joke on our question or on our, on our uh, uh, channel. Um, <laughs> the, 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 thing, the, thing, the, the thing for me is. Uh, that that stuff writes itself, and I can't believe they didn't do this. All you got to do is go back, because they're like, oh, look, the landscape has changed. And I'm like, well, not not much. I don't really know what the big deal is. All you have to do, because like, this is a really bland, uninteresting alternate dimension. All you have to do is go back over and make it like Dr. Manhattan from Watchmen and have Dr. Doom. He's built like this really like grandiose city for himself. And he's like got all this cool stuff going on. And like he has to make a case for why to him his world is better than our world. Yeah. And he's not doing that. No, and he's I, not. And like, he's what limping. has he been doing for the last year? Like he says, oh, uh, this stuff kept me alive. It's here. like. And I'm like, OK, but what have you been doing? Just breathing? Like, what, like, like, what are you doing? And also, why? side note, grafting that that uh, that suit to him to sort of look like the Dr. Doom suit just because we don't want to actually have costumes in this is really kind of stupid. Oh, it was <laughs> awful. It was an awful costume. But like, I didn't understand that either. So he he wants to destroy now Earth. Because of this angst that we mentioned earlier, Aaron, you mentioned his angst earlier. It's just kind of casually mentioned. Like, mm -hmm. um, he wants to destroy Earth, so he's coming back over to Earth to basically try to create a two-way dimension portal, something and to bring to turn uh, all of our matter into energy that he can use that he can absorb because he's something. already absorbed all the energy from that planet. That's what I'm coming to understand. And I guess he just wants to be him to be the only thing in existence now. Yeah, for he, some reason. yeah, like, yeah. I guess he doesn't get lonely or anything. He doesn't um, care. I don't know why he's not interested in Sue anymore. Like it might have been neat if it was like I'm gonna ma I'm gonna make this world just for me and this girl I like. Uh, he could have done that. I, I mean, there's like yeah. a thousand things he could have done. So, but his anger takes over. So he's taken back to our dimension, and when he's taken to a holding place to be experimented upon, um, he gets to have his not even a very again no surprise. There's no real climax to his description. He's just like I don't like you. I'm going to kill you, and then he just starts blowing people up by. He kind of turns into John Wick. You know, just starts making people's heads explode. He just kind of stares at him. And then, you know, one yeah, guy I like John Wick. Oh, yeah. John Wick was a good movie. <laughs> one guy is in like a hazmat suit. So you just see kind of like blood pop into his thing. And, and then right. anyone who anyone who passes, they kind of throw themselves a back up against a wall. And then there's a big blood splatter against the wall. So he kind of just goes through and starts, you know, causing havoc. And um, this is when 
we're supposed to see this Fantastic Four unite. They're all very separate. None of them are really amplifying their powers. Like none of them are, you know, picking things up and throwing them or making huge torches or like you said, Aaron, none of them are using their powers creatively to like solve the problem. They're all just sitting around like lost kids like, oh, this seems pretty dangerous. And then. Well, in fairness, uh, at one point, we should have made a movie about that. (laughs) (laughs) In fairness, the human torch does throw a torch ball at Sue Storm, who then uses her force field to not be torched by it. That's oh, true. Well, see, that's what we call teamwork on a power <laughs> range level. Well, they don't even have the teamwork conversation until after the dad dies. Yeah. They don't have the teamwork conversation well, until they're like in the other dimension. And what really cracked me up was all of a sudden, uh, was it Reed or who, who was that? I think they had that big speech. And it was such a goofy big speech. speech. It's like five sentences. Yeah, but he's but you know he's speechifying and he's and he's playing it like oh you know, like like maybe this is what we were meant for and it's our destiny. I'm like, how about your speech be that guy's gonna kill everyone? Right. And we should probably stop that from happening. Right. Well, here I mean, at this point you're like, wow, is this really the end of the movie? Is this the climax? Because they're all standing in a new dimension with no breathing gear on by the way so apparently their powers allow them to all breathe where before they had to have breathing so devices really good point you're making. now now they're just standing there just themselves totally fine and <laughs> they're battling but they're not like all of a sudden dr doom isn't wanting to kill anybody because he has easily been killing people before so he's not trying to really kill him he's just sort of like meh 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 you know and they're all meh meh mehing back they're just tossing things here and there nothing's going right but here's here's the thing they each have one attempt they each make one individual attempt that's it it's like the, it's like the original ninja turtles movie yeah they, it's just they one. all get to run at shredder and then that's it yes that's yeah. exactly right because then after their one attempts don't work individually they have a <laughs> minor pep talk where perhaps we should try to work together that's a good idea. Let's do that. And then they all have one attempt to work together and everything everything is solved. Mm-hmm. And we've only really had Dr. Doom at full power for like five minutes. Solved again by a very simple, hey, look over here. Ha, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. We'll just push you down in the ravine. <laughs> and once again, he's the most powerful being ever. I mean, like, like this Dr. Doom ha- is more powerful than any Dr. Doom I've ever seen except for... Uh, current comics with Secret Wars, who has where Doctor Doom gets to recreate the entire multiverse. All it took, just actually kind of awesome. That that's how they've rebooted Marvel. Is Doctor Doom gets to recreate the entire Whoa. multiverse? Yeah, kind of great. And uh, that's what sucks about this is that Doctor Doom is one of the greatest uh, supervillains of all time. I mean, I I love Doctor Doom, and uh, we still haven't had a screen Doom with the kind of gravitas that that comic Doom has now. Can can he not be a kid like this? Can we not, you know, you know, like 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 is that is that okay? Yeah, it can be. It's just, I didn't like anybody in this movie. Um, it doesn't have to be just like the comics. But uh, when when do I get my like gravitas, like 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 totally full of himself because he deserves it, Doctor Doom? That's what's so great about Doctor Doom. He wants to rule the world, and you could kind of see it. Yeah, you like, kind of like that. Good. You can you relate can, to him you, a little bit. You can kind of see it. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. I'm I'm, wait, I'm waiting for that. Can I tell you guys why I couldn't take the movie seriously past the first five minutes? Why is that? First five minutes, um, the score, and I can't oh. believe I'm going here, but it's hilarious. Uh, there is a there's a main theme going on all throughout the movie, which is bizarre because then it suddenly leaves during the big climax when it seems like it's supposed to be like the main theme, and suddenly they just change it to this other even more generic theme. And there's this there's this theme of the score, this melody 
that is the same syllable count as Fantastic Four, and once you've heard it, you can't stop hearing it, I lean over to Vince and I go, Fantastic Four, and he just died. And throughout the rest of the movie, you keep getting this like four beat melody, Fantastic Four, and every time you hear it, you can't stop. Oh, like, no. You never stop here. It's it's great. <laughs> well, at least that would have been something to entertain me. <laughs> something to carry you through this film. I wish uh, I would have caught it. I couldn't stop doing that. Uh, well, well we there survived. You go. We, we survived there it. There you go. Uh, hopefully, we've spared people from having to feel like they need to go see it. They can definitely wait for it to be something that's you can just rent at Redbox or something. I mean, if you really love Fantastic Four, I don't know that you're going to love this movie because it doesn't do any of its service. It doesn't really amplify any of the characters, in my opinion. Well, so. can we, talk, we need to put some perspective on this real quick, I think. Can we talk about why this is a good thing? Yeah, let's, I, let's I just... hope it. I hope it means that Marvel will get the property back. It, exactly. Like I said, if this Ooh. makes any money, I'll be real surprised. There's, I don't. I am baffled by the fact that Fox felt the need to keep the rights to this. Why in the world did Fox let the Daredevil rights revert back to Marvel, but not this one? I mean, like Daredevil made money for them. They had a they they had a uh, reboot like like in pre production or they were talking about it and then they finally decided not not to go with it. Um, but like their last Fantastic Four movie didn't do great. Their first one did just barely well enough to make another one. I think um, I, I I'm not I'm just not sure why this and not Daredevil. Like why didn't they let the rights revert back a long time ago? So if this completely bombs and it and I'm sure it's going to there's there, there's no reason they'd keep the rights now. Like, How long they, do they have? What's the? Do you know? Is it three years? It's five years, I think. Five years, and and they and I, everybody, of course, is saying, you know, this is yet another. I mean, it's so weird. This goes this goes all the way back to um, the uh, you know you know the one that was made in ninety uh, three or, or, or ninety four mm-hmm. uh, that that you know wasn't actually released. Where they they just make a movie to try to keep the rights, or at least that's what it looks like. I feel like Josh Trank had a vision at one point, and he got really soured on the project. Yeah. And that's why it turned out the way it did. Uh, but the good news is uh, uh, this will probably revert back to Marvel. And when it does, the Marvel Universe will be finally complete. Uh, like, like, I mean, and you can say, well, they don't have X-Men, but X-Men and, and the rest of Marvel being separate totally works. You know, it's kind of sad so, because you're right. I mean, you're right. There is a the positive to this is that it's pretty clear that they're just not using the material as best it could be. And it would be nice to see it be used correctly. So maybe, you know, 2020 will have a really great, you know, I don't know. Well, what they'll do, I think what they'll do if they know for sure they're not going to make another one is they will try to gain some leverage from Marvel ahead of time, like they did with Spider-Man. No, they won't. You don't think so? No, they didn't with Daredevil. And also, you're talking about Sony. Uh, Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, Sony did that. This is not the same company. Fox has never done that. Uh, I mean, I'm with you. They could, but that's only if they thought that there were a lot of, uh, there was a lot of like, you know, merchandising or whatever that they could make money on. I mean, like, I like I said, if see. they let if they let Daredevil go, why wouldn't they just let Fantastic Four go? Neither one of these properties is making any more money for them than, than the other, and they've never merchandised them that hard. Yeah, no, I mean, like, like Sony did with Spider Man. I just don't I just don't really understand what they were what they were thinking there. But yeah, I'm pretty sure it reverts back in, immediately. Uh, you know what I really wanted for this was for the movie to be wonderful but bomb anyway. Like that's <laughs> yeah, why. it didn't go- do that. Because Galactus and Silver Surfer are two of my very favorite Marvel things, and I really want to see them in the Marvel Universe because uh, they're doing cosmic stuff there, and Guardians and all of that without Galactus is really, really weird. 
and I don't like that. So I really want that stuff to, to go back so that we can see it played straight. And I mean, if we're getting straight up Thanos, we'll get straight up Galactus. So that needs to happen. Uh, the problem with standalone Fantastic Four not crossing with anything is that Fantastic Four is Marvel's first family. The the notion of a, of a shared universe in the comics began with Fantastic Four. We keep making Fantastic Four movies without anybody else. It, it doesn't make any sense. That's that's a good point too. Nice. I think I'll end on this note. If you were to introduce a superhero movie to let's say the Mennonite or Amish community, this would blow their minds. <laughs> all right. That's all I want to say. Other than that, I keep trying to think of like the, you'll be bored. the audience that would like really like love it and I think it's someone who's never seen a movie before. <laughs> Or my my 12-year-old self. Like, my 12-year-old self might look at this and go, oh, that's amazing that they're doing this. From the 80s? Yeah. Yeah, from the 80s. But then we're talking about time travel. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's it's about as boring as Superman 3, and that didn't do anything for me when I was a kid. Yeah, there you go. Well, that's been another... We've we've solved it. Nobody nobody can like this (laughs) movie. Nobody can like this movie. (laughs) Well... I want to meet the people that do. I do. <laughs> I wonder if they're out there. We'll find. We'll find them eventually. They'll. They'll appear somewhere. Yeah. Thanks for joining us for the spoilers. That's all we got. Uh, spoiler alert: This movie's bad. <laughs> <laughs> we should have just summed it up that way. That would have been a much shorter version. So, thank you again for downloading Sif Pop on iTunes or Stitcher. You can catch our show proper on Shoe the Dough. Cool. Cool. Thank you, Captain. Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, thanks for having me again, guys. I yeah, no problem. Um, I'll uh, be. God, in- I'm I'm bummed that this is what we're ending the, the the superhero season on. And next year we've got seven though, so that's a trade. That's quite a trade. Wow, lots of superhero movies. Seven. Yay.